Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the December 2021 CTSS quiz. I can't believe it's December already. Where did 2021 go? Well, nevertheless, we have 10 great cases for you. That means in 2021, 12 months times 10 cases, 120 amazing cases, which you're soon going to see on our CTSS quiz app at the Apple Store. But forget that. Let's just look at these 10 wonderful cases. In this first patient, 20-year-old male, what's the best diagnosis? Well, when you look at the image, you see bulky adenopathy, and the first thing you think about is lymphoma. TB can give you bulky nodes, and they can't even be low density, and these nodes are low density in part, but that's really rare. Sarcoidosis can give you large nodes, but not this large. So you're thinking lymphoma, but then you also, because I told you it's a 20-ish-year-old male and the nodes are low density, you got to think about testicular tumor. And this was a seminoma with large bulky adenopathy. Remember, with testicular tumors, the nodes are often low density. You can see low density nodes in treated lymphoma, testicular tumor, and then strange things like Whipple's disease, MAI, even TB. But the bulky nodes, very, very classic for testicular tumor. In this case, teenager with a renal lesion. Well, when you look at the lesion, let's describe it. It's a large lesion, which is mainly cystic. It looks like a slightly enhancing wall with septations. You could have a cystic Wilms tumor, though the age is not great. It's not a Bosniak 2F cyst. That's just a simple follow-up cyst with a few septations. This has too much soft tissue density and enhancement. And lymphoma can involve the kidney. Usually it's bilateral, and usually the mass is not this large, but also it's usually solid. So that leaves you with the only really good diagnosis and the correct diagnosis of a multilocular cystic nephroma. So I just wanted to make a little bit uh, information more. It's a category three Bosniak cyst with a thick or nodular wall in septations. Okay, that can be due to a number of things like hemorrhagic cysts, multilocular cystic nephroma, or even theoretically a cystic renal cell carcinoma. What's interesting about multilocular cystic nephromas, they tend to be encapsulated like this case was, can be multiple non-communicating cysts, septations are common, they may enhance, occasionally they can calcify, it's usually boys or middle-aged women. And again, you gotta be careful because it can very much look like a cystic renal cell carcinoma. So just a really good differential diagnosis. In this febrile patient, the best diagnosis is, well, you look at the kidneys early and late phase. The late is the excretory. And on the excretory, you very nicely see the multiple areas of decreased attenuation. Looking at that alone, it's acute polynephritis. In this case, you see those lower density zones on the early phase images. This reminds me that you see acute polynephritis often best on late phase imaging. Sometimes on early phase, it may be very hard to appreciate. Remember striated nephrograms, which is what we're seeing, were described on IVPs. Now, this is not the appearance of lymphoma. It's not the wedge-shaped defects of renal infarct, and it's surely not a transitional cell carcinoma. This was a classic case that you see every day of acute polynephritis. The patient's renal findings are best described as, well, when you look at the kidneys, I've given you excretory phase with MIP imaging. 
Look at the calyces, particularly at the mid portion of the left kidney, upper pole of the right kidney. You see that little outpouching from the calyx, that uh, golf tee type appearance? Okay, that has an answer. That alone should give you the answer. But then you'll also notice the spleen is atrophic. It's calcified, which means it's autoinfarcted, which means this patient has sickle cell disease. This is not lymphoma. It's not an infarct of the kidney. It's not transitional. It's classic appearance of papillary necrosis. Papillary necrosis is very common in sicklers, but that's the beautiful appearance. I like to do MIP imaging on the patient's excretory phase imaging to show very nicely papillary necrosis. The best diagnosis in this 20-year-old female with pelvic pain, I see a complex cystic mass with septations. And I have to admit, if you show me this and you say ovarian cancer, I would agree. Tubal ovarian abscesses, I guess, would be the worst tubal ovarian abscess I've ever seen as a possibility. It's surely not a simple set of cysts, septation, some nodularity. The age helps. Of course, tubal ovarian abscess is very good in a 20-year-old. Ovarian cancer is less common. But this was one of those pitfalls, one of those lookalikes. It's endometriosis. Endometriosis, I show this case to remind you that it can look like a tubal ovarian abscess. It can look like ovarian cancer. It can be a very difficult diagnosis, but it's something you need to think about. And we are writing a paper about it because, again, it's one of the great mimickers. And I like to show these cases in conference because it can be a very difficult diagnosis. The most likely diagnosis in this case is, well, you see a mass at first glance, you can't really tell it's coming from the liver, but it is, but it's exophytic. It's slightly vascular. And if I showed you the MIP, you would see prominent vessels. Well, what could this be? I don't know. What tumors have become exophytic? Hepatic adenomas aren't exophytic. They're, they're in the cortex of the, uh, of the liver, in the liver parenchyma. Hemangioma, this in no way, shape, or form is hemangioma. Hemangiomas can be exophytic, but they don't enhance in this pattern. Hepatomas are usually within the parenchyma that they can bulge out, but this liver is not cirrhotic. I really didn't know what this was, and actually a lot of people thought it was a hepatoma. This ended up being FNH. And the reason I show it is to remind people that FNH, this did not have the most classic appearance of FNH, but FNH is one of the tumors that's described that 15 to 20% are exophytic. So just something to remember, if you ever see a case like this, you can really make the right diagnosis or at least suggest it. What's the best diagnosis here? Well, you see a large mass epicenter is the adrenal. The mass is infiltrating and it extends to the kidney. So... I guess you can consider, could this be a kidney mass? But I didn't give you any kidney choices. So could this be metastasis to the adrenal? I guess it's possible, but it's so infiltrating, and it's unilateral, Mets are often bilateral, but it's so large, but melanoma can be large. Primary adrenal carcinoma is a consideration, but usually it's somewhat vascular. It's not so infiltrating. It's not so homogeneous. Pheochromocytomas tend to be better defined and vascular. This was a primary lymphoma of the adrenal gland. Adrenal lymphoma can be involvement with multiple organs, but it also can be adrenal only. Usually it's bilateral, but it can be unilateral. It can be very large. 
What's helpful in this case at reaching the diagnosis is the way it infiltrates the region of the kidney and the aorta. Lymphomas tend to be soft and infiltrating. Other tumors tend to displace and not infiltrate. So a really beautiful example of primary lymphoma of the left adrenal gland. This patient has weight loss and right lower quadrant pain. You see an infiltrating process which involves the cecum, maybe it goes to the ileum, I really can't tell, but it's a bulky cecal tumor. Well, you could always think about an adenocarcinoma, that's possibly, and it can infiltrate. This is surely not Crohn's disease. If it was Crohn's, it would be Crohn's with a tumor infiltration. It's not appendicitis. With the bulkiness, and then you look, you see on the image, there's also a large nodal mass in the mesentery just to the left of midline, seen on the axial and coronals. So if I see a bulky mass, now you could have nodes with rectal cancer, that's not uncommon. If you had a rectal cancer this big, you might have thought about, uh, or a cecal cancer this big, you would have thought potentially about uh, liver lesions. The liver looks okay. This is a beautiful example of lymphoma involving the cecum, bulky infiltration, ulceration, and adenopathy. Again, um, adenocarcinoma of the cecum is more common than lymphoma, but it's so bulky, so smooth, and not causing obstruction, you need to think about lymphoma. Obviously, the patients get colonoscopy and biopsy first, but just a beautiful example. Now, in this case, what's the best diagnosis? Bilateral adrenal masses, large, homogeneous, not vascular. It could be METS, melanoma, I would think about that, or hepatoma. It's not hemorrhage, and bilateral adrenal hemorrhage is exceedingly rare, but it's not high density, so it's not hemorrhage. Pheochromocytomas do occur, but usually in patients when they're bilateral, it's patients with syndromes, but they're also smaller, and pheos are very vascular. This is classic for bilateral adrenal lymphoma. Adrenal lymphoma is more common to be bilateral rather than unilateral. Large masses, homogeneous, hypovascular, can maintain the adrenal shape, and you can see there's no other organ involvement. Just a beautiful example of adrenal lymphoma. The most likely diagnosis in this case is, well, look at the left kidney. It's infiltrated, but it's not like a renal mass. It's something involving the renal portion secondarily. It's really in the perirenal space. It's homogeneous in soft tissue density. It's not a renal cell, right? We agree. And it's not hemorrhage, though I would have thought of hemorrhage. Perirenal space involvement can be due to many things. We talk about lymphoma. We talk about Ernheim Chester, but that's bilateral. We talk about metastasis melanoma, but it's usually more focal, not so infiltrating. So that's not going to work out. When you have something infiltrating the perirenal space, bulky, homogeneous like this, you better be thinking about renal lymphoma. And this was primary renal lymphoma, just a classic example. Remember, lymphoma can be bilateral, can be unilateral, can be single masses or multiple masses. It can be bulky adenopathy infiltrating into the kidney or perirenal space involvement. And this indeed was perirenal space involvement. Just a classic example. So with that, I've given you 10 cases. And that's the last cases we're going to give you on the quiz, that is, for 2021. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season from all of us at CTS Us, from Lily and from Sarah and myself. We wish you a wonderful holiday season, happy and healthy, and wish you only the best for 2022. And with that, see you later. Bye.
If you like this video, make sure to subscribe to the CTSS YouTube channel. You can also visit us at ctss.com for even more videos, plus quizzes, pearls, protocols, and oh so much more. We're also in the App Store and have well over a dozen apps for iPhone and iPad, all completely free. Thanks for watching.